Maybe I could be like an announcer, like a columnist. I don't believe what I just saw. You know how I always make those interesting comments during the game? Personally, I think we got holes on that call. Yeah, yeah, you make good comments. So what about that? You know, they tend to give those jobs to ex-ball players and people that are, you know, in broadcast. About a talk show host. This is In the Booth. Talk show host, that's good. (laughs) I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. With Matt Park. Good to have you with us this afternoon in the booth on ESPN Radio Syracuse. On the snowiest of days, it has been progressively worse over the course of the week. We were just out on the roads, so do be safe out there. Pump the brakes. Take it slow. Lee, try to find that little groove in the the uh, plowing pattern and lock it in here on 97.7 and uh, hang in with us. We'll try to keep you company as it may take you a little longer to uh, get where you're headed. And we are heated up by... The baseball hot stove. I, I don't remember the first half of December being more interesting in baseball than we've had now. Max, with the news, saw that uh, first thing this morning that uh, Otani-san, who is, uh, after flirting with a number of different teams, signs with the Angels. And, you know, it's a bum deal. These Japanese players, you know, they are owned by their teams over there. So who gets rich? It's, it's the posting fee for the player on the team that owned him uh, in Japan. That's the big price tag for the American Major League teams that are paying, and he kind of held the cards in terms of picking uh, where he would wind up as a free agent. Every team had to make a pitch uh, to explain to uh, Otani and his agent why they were worthy of being his landing spot. How'd that work out for the Padres, Paulie? Not great, no. but how many teams were in on that? In- uh, just about everybody. And then he said, well, I'd prefer a smaller market, so that eliminated uh, the Yankees, et cetera. Yankees kind of took a little bit of a shot at him, like, hey, he's not ready for prime time. And it's understandable he'd want to be in a West Coast market. And to me, it's so natural for a, a Japanese star to come over and go right into Seattle, San Francisco, a couple other uh, places L.A. isn't there, a small market. No, of course not. But then there would be, uh, you know, marketing ties. And we've seen with uh, Hideki Matsui and, and some others, Ichiro, of course, the way that those teams have marketed the Japanese play. You, you think it's a coincidence that the right field wall, when Hideki Matsui or Ichiro Suzuki's playing for the Yankees, has the Japanese beer or uh, even with uh, Masazaka now, the uh, – or uh, 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 Tanaka, I'm sorry, uh, with the Yankees now. The uh, Sapporo beer is a, a sponsor in the, the radio broadcast when he pitches. Uh, that is marketing dollars for the major league teams to defray the cost they're paying to bring in the Japanese players. And anyway, that's uh, a talk for another time. But the fact that an injury is now surfacing, and I'd love to know what the explanation is for why it didn't come up prior to the signing and – was there anything nefarious in terms of the way that that was hidden, or did the Angels and these other teams not do their due diligence in figuring that out ahead of time? But uh, you figure he is eventually headed for Tommy John. Wouldn't that be the first question you ask? I would think so. You know, I I believe someone was lied to. I'm guessing. Yeah, I would think before you make that level of financial commitment in a player 
who, by the way, is presenting himself as a revolutionary, game-changing, two-way player, a designated hitter on days where he doesn't pitch, which to me brings in that much more investment that you're asking the major league team because there's no plan for that. You're going to have to really figure out how to work a guy in. And I know that Brendan McKay, that was the national player of the year in college at Louisville, drafted by the Tampa Bay Rays, he has designs on doing something like that too. It really has not been done in the modern history of baseball. You know, you can say Babe Ruth, who's arguably the most significant player in the history of the game or of professional sports, but he didn't really do both for any significant period of time the, the way that it would be asked of these guys in the post-DH uh, era. And there's been players that have been good and certainly have talent enough to maybe do both, but they don't do it at the same time. Rick Ankeel, who had to re- reinvent himself when uh, his arm went haywire and erratic and came back as a position player. At any rate, uh, Otani, this is uh, quite the mess, and uh, the Yankees probably are happy that they're not in it. Um, are the, did the Yankees get Machado yet today? Is there, has there been another, no, they, another been uh, marquee quiet. landing? But uh, I love where, yeah, Yankees are interested, so they send off Headley to the Padres, and if Manny Machado comes to the Yankees, I mean, I think 162-0 and is a real possibility. This, uh, you could pitch, Polly. This question I have for you is: I just opened this up on ESPN. What when you think of great hitting pitchers, who's come? Who comes to mind? Mike Hampton was the first one that Mike, popped yeah, in my head. Um, um, I see the name on there. I was going to throw out Mike Owings is a guy. Georgia Tech uh, was a very good player. Carlos Zambrano would be one I'd throw out there. Um, definitely see the list. Mike Hampton, who's second on that list? Uh, Dontrell Willis hit yeah, two eighty six in two thousand eight. Yeah. Yep. Uh, There's Mike Hampton and I uh, Carlos Zambrano. Yeah, who was the fourth? I meant I didn't read. That. Uh, Omar Olivares. Okay, yeah, that that one's not going to immediately come to come to mind, but uh, Carlos Zambrano for sure. Now I, I was the uh, Cubs Double A announcer when Carlos Zambrano went through and a number of other players, including Mark Pryor. Those two could both hit. Now over the long haul, would they really? Could they? Like, I don't think Carlos Zambrano can necessarily hit as a position player. I mean, maybe as a DH, he'd have to go out there. But if you have to hit every day, then they find the holes in your swing and uh, you're exposed and you'd be asked to do a whole lot more than just bash. You know, when you're a pitcher, nothing's expected of you. And so Zambrano hit a bunch of home runs. How many career home runs? Probably 24. 12? 24. 24 career home runs, and it says he would win home run contests during batting practice yeah, all the time with players. But again, one-trick pony. I mean, he's yeah. just out there swinging from the heels. He was a very uh, brute brute strength. He, he was one of the best pitchers I've ever seen in person. Um, just would carve people up. The I broadcast the first six professional starts for Mark Pryor, all at double-A. And the last one, he struck out 15 and homered. That was one of the most dominant performances I've ever seen. Um, but uh, Michael Owings, he gets number one on that list. Yep, batted three thirty three. Wow, for his career. Yeah, there's a couple guys now that can that are out there that can really hit. Uh, I, I think another way to look at it is guys who, uh, you know, had the ability to do both. I'll, I'll look up one here while we're at it. Madi- Madison Bumgarner uh, one year hit three home runs and two of them were grand slams. Yeah, he can hit. 
Uh, you know, Rick Ankeel's in a different category. When you come back from as a pitcher and come back to be a position player, and there's been a, been several of those. Uh, Kenley Jansen went the other way, position player to to uh, become a pitcher out from behind the plate. But um, you know, a name that comes to mind is Brooks Kieschnick, uh, Wichita State guy, played uh, in the major leagues both as a, a a pitcher and a hitter, but was not really going to be a, a standout at both. And there's a, a few of those along the way, but, uh, the Otani deal, that would be, it's going to be quite the experiment to see how they, uh, work him in and a setback here, obviously for him at the start, as, uh, it sounds like, you know, if you're the angels, you're thinking that you, um, bought a, uh, were sold to Billy goods. I mean, if you, that's why they have the, uh, the doctors and the lawyers and the people. Yeah, who are I know you would think they would have done the physical, Every team would have had the physical done beforehand. Sure. Well, that's why all of these deals are, you know, always in the fine print is um, at University of Texas. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, all pending the uh, pending the physical. Brooks Kieschnick, I'm just, this is scintillating radio. I'm sure people There's, are really excited. Can, uh, six major league seasons, hit 248 with 16 home runs. And as a pitcher, 74 games, but uh, in the minor, you know, minor leagues quite a bit for both. I could throw a nugget at you too here. Go ahead. The last pitcher to hit a walk-off home run was like 35 years ago, the anniversary. It's a Padre. (laughs) So the one claim to fame they have. So we're talking like the... Like it was like a middle reliever hit it in the 11th inning. They were out of they were out of bats. Thirty five years ago. Yeah, he had, I'll give you a couple of hints. He had a so, he, so like he pitched for the Orioles and the Padres. The eighty two Padres, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he was an all star a couple times. Set up for uh, Goose Gossage. Russell, Rich Russell, Craig Lefferts. Craig Lefferts, yeah, left hander. Yeah, yeah. He was a pitching coach in the uh, Blue Jays organization for all. Craig Lefferts, yeah, remember him. This is Matt and I being baseball in there. Yeah, it's I like live that. That's fun. Hey, listen, I just uh, had lunch with a friend, and we talked golf for a while. It makes you feel warmer. Look outside. That does not make you feel warmer. If you're a Yankee fan, nothing could bring you down. Not Yankee really. In the I mean, past couple days. N- no. I mean, obviously, if they get Machado, it just, come on. Let's just engrave the presidency, uh, commissioner's trophy now. Throw um, obviously, they need somebody to pitch the first six innings of, or five <laughs> innings of, of these games, but... Uh, Heck, I think you could roll it out there for. Yeah, you give up six runs, you're still going to win by two every night. I would, th- <laughs> I would think you'd still be in, in pretty good shape. Um, let's flash forward to the conversation that we're probably going to have in May and June, and they're going to go into some sort of slump. And John Sterling's going to be on the on the TK ninety nine over there, and he's going to be telling us about well, just you know, that's baseball season. They just, you know, all these guys are not hitting at the same. It's it's bound to happen where they're going to go into a simultaneous. Sl- slump three, four, five uh, big hitters for a couple games or a week, but I think you'll take your chances with that group. There also is Injuries a chance could be an issue too. they're young players still, yeah. that they may get figured out by other teams, how to Maybe. pitch them. And so you're, you, a lot of things have got to like go their right chances, with their... Uh, right. But they're... They don't even have the bloop. It's just a blast and a blast, I <laughs> right. guess. Well, that's uh, what Gardner's job is. He's the leadoff hitter. 
Um, all right, we're going to talk uh, hoops uh, with Georgetown coming up on Saturday. Rich Shavatkin, our longtime counterpart, the uh, effervescent voice of the Georgetown Hoyas, will join us next. And then maybe we'll get back to random baseball chatter. Uh, your favorite players of the 80s, if you'd like to chime in on that, you can later in the show. That's how Polly and I can uh, pass the time really any day. Back with more of that as we continue in the booth on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Every Thursday, Coach Bayheim talks orange basketball with Brent Axe. Brought to you by Skinny Atlas Jewelers. On the pulse of the orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Why Burdick Toyota for service? Here's what some of our customers have to say. To me over the years, I think the service department has been great. The people that work there, the people from when you call to make an appointment, the car tells you when you need an appointment, so I don't have to figure that out anymore. They say it's going to be a couple hours. It's usually a couple hours. If not, they'll come out and, and let you know why. They always keep you updated with information. I like the showroom, it's nice. I mean, the nice big TV's there and everybody's around talking and having a good time. That's why I keep going back. We cherish comments like these. It's what drives us. Come experience top tier Toyota service from Burdick Toyota, your tested, trusted Toyota dealership in Drivers Village. To schedule service for your Toyota, call 315-459-6070. That's 315-459-6070 or online anytime at burdicktoyota.com. Happy Honda Days from your local Syracuse area Honda dealers. Visit your local Syracuse area Honda dealer during the Happy Honda Days sales event to test drive a Honda today and take advantage of Happy Honda Days savings. This season, find out why Honda is the 2017KBB.com best value brand. It's a snack that's always a hit at parties. Cheese-filled pepperoni. From cheesefilledcompany.com. Delicious pepperoni with a cheesy center. A mouth-watering pepperoni stick filled with cheesy goodness that's sharp, hot, or spicy. See the deliciousness in all its glory at cheesefilledcompany.com. Habanero, Colby Jack, Baby Swiss, Munster, Pepper Jack, Jalapeno, and more. Also available a cheese-filled pickle with ten cheeses to choose from. The Dilly Dog. Cheese pepperoni spreads. Combining delectable gourmet cheeses and ground pepperoni. And Pickled pepperonis. With a tangy pickling process that'll give your taste buds a mind-blowing experience. Your guests won't be able to resist the cheesy fantasticness. And they'll want to know where they can buy some, too. Well, at CheeseFilledCompany.com, of course. It's eight inches of meat you can't beat. Cheese-filled pepperoni. Order online at CheeseFilledCompany.com. Follow them on Facebook. See them at the Syracuse Regional Market Saturdays from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. And visit them at 2810 Lemoyne Avenue, Maddie Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 9 to 4. Fans Syracuse basketball tickets are on sale now. Check out cuse.com slash tickets. Also take advantage of the nine game pack and you get to fill out your lineup of your own nine dome dates. Call 888-DOME-TIX, extension 2. Attention homeowners, you have a choice when buying your electricity or natural gas. A name you know and trust, Agway Energy Services. Recognized by J.D. Power as the highest in residential customer satisfaction for retail electricity services in New York State. With Agway, you'll automatically receive Energy Guard, providing you with repair protection for your home's heating system and electrical lines. It's cold outside, so get the peace of mind that comes standard with Agway Energy Guard program. Make the switch today and earn up to a $100 gift card by enrolling now. AgwayEnergy.com. If a company made a mattress that everyone found comfortable and everybody loved, that would be great. I could have one mattress in the middle of my showroom floor. This is Kevin Fear, president of Mattress Express. That's just not reality. That is not how life works. But the online betting companies want you to think everyone's going to love the one mattress they have. 
Let me share with you some of the realities of buying a mattress online. You'll probably spend between eight and $1,200. It will show up on your doorstep and could weigh in excess of 100 pounds. Now, if you can drag that into your bedroom, pay someone to haul away your old mattress and old box spring. Oh, now you realize the online mattress doesn't come with a box spring, so you have to buy one of those. Set it all up to only to find out you don't find it comfortable. Now you have to jump through all the hoops of returning it. Come to Mattress Express. We have a queen gel-infused memory foam 10-year warranty mattress for $487 that you can lay on before you buy it. If you've already made the mistake of buying online and you've returned it, bring in proof of return and save up to $200 off your next mattress at Mattress Express. Happy holidays from Burdick BMW, your performance and luxury headquarters. The Burdick family and the entire staff at Burdick BMW at Drivers Village in Cicero would like to wish you the happiest of holiday seasons and a happy and prosperous new year. Sunday, the Giants are home against the Eagles. Pre-game at noon, Big Blue plays here. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is In the Booth with Matt Park. Hoy has got to get a stop. Eli Carter race up the side of the floor. Carter pull up jumper. No basket. Hoy's win. 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 There he is, low key in it. The great Rich Shavatkin, longtime voice of the Georgetown Hoyas. Rich, we'll be looking forward to having you on. We have this little show here where we talk sports, we talk to broadcasters, and uh, who better to uh, chime in on their perspective on the Syracuse-Georgetown series than you? How are you, my friend? Matt, I'm well. Thank you very much. In fact, I was looking at you know the, the series rivalry between these two teams, and Syracuse has a different idea how many games are played than Georgetown does. <laughs> Can't I even agree on 90s, that. So whatever it is, maybe we can sort it out by Saturday. Just, I know... Syracuse has a five-game lead, but Matt, I'm looking forward to this game on Saturday. You know, Patrick Ewing's trying to resurrect the program. I'm glad he comes in undefeated. Syracuse has a good ball club. This is going to be a fun game on Saturday afternoon, and I hope the fans support Patrick Ewing on Saturday. Well, I'm sure they will. We're, we're all looking forward to it, and I thought that'd be a good place to start, that maybe you can take us through what it must have been like at the tail end of last year where it became apparent that maybe this would be the time that uh, John Thompson III would not be retained at the end of the year. How difficult was that for those of you that have been so closely connected to the Georgetown family for so long? And uh, was there anybody else in the process here? Was it just sort of, hey, Patrick, we need you to come save us? Well, you know, Matt, I think you're 100% right. I think everybody who was associated with Georgetown felt real bad for JT3. I mean, obviously, it was a loss for all of us. You know, obviously, with, with the father still close to the program, they just named the Athletic Center after him the previous October. It was a fun event, you know, and, and it was just, Matt, it was just a couple possessions away from JT3 being retained. It was just unfortunate. You know, they lost some games they could have easily won down the stretch. And, and when you have a record of 14 and 18, you know what happens is the alumni get all upset and, and people want to change. And who better to come onto the program than the greatest playing Georgetown basketball history, Patrick Ewing. So I'm, I'm glad on, on one hand for Patrick that he's been able to take over the program, resurrect it, do it his way. You know, what he's trying to do, Matt, he's trying to change the culture of the program. He's trying to up-tempo, play the NBA style, pressure defense, get out on transition, run the floor, everything that they're going to need to do against a team like Syracuse who plays that zone and tries to force you into your turnovers and, and the long length of that zone. So 
it, it'll be interesting to see what happens, how Pat can get these kids ready for a tough team like Syracuse. You know, it, it, it's been easy, I think, for everybody to look at the data and take shots at Georgetown's pre-conference schedule, Rich. They backed out of the trip to Oregon to play in the Nike event, but you could see it, I think, from Patrick Ewing's perspective that he wants to work on this and change things behind closed doors, and this now really is their first major game of the season on Saturday. Well, absolutely. They, they played at Richmond, and they held their own that. They, they escaped with an 82-76 decision. First time the kids were away from home. First time Patrick was coaching away from the friendly confines of, quote, the new Capital One Arena. So that was their real first test. But, but the Cuse is going to be the real test. You know, with, their, with, with Battle, obviously, and Howard and Brissett, I mean, you know, Syracuse is going to come loaded with, with, with guns at, at, at the Hoyas. And, you know, we, we have not played the great schedule thus far, and this is going to be a test, especially against Jimmy's 2-3 zone. I mean, if anything that's going to test the Hoyas, it's how well Georgetown is going to react to that zone. Because if Syracuse's zone doesn't let you run the floor, they, they, they try to prevent that from happening. Number two, they're long and athletic. And if Georgetown turned the ball over, you know what's going to happen. So this will be a big test for them. The esteemed voice of the Georgetown Hoyas, more than 40 years at it, uh, is Rich Shavatkin joining us here. And Rich, how was the transition for Pat Ewing into this position? I think people were aware he was an assistant in the NBA. Uh, people can't rattle off the names of NBA assistants or, or probably even tell what they do. You know, now that he moves to that number one chair and at the college level where you're talking about leading an entire program, what have been the biggest obstacles for him and how's he dealt with them in your mind? Well, I think he's dealt with them quite well. I think Patrick knows number one is recruiting. I think number two, he's got to get the kids to buy into his program. And then number three, this is a student athlete situation. Patrick and I talk about this all the time that, you know, not only are the kids going to have to respond on the hardwood mat, but they're going to have to respond in the classroom. And you have a lot of rookies in there for Georgetown that have to acclimate not only to, to, to Patrick Ewing's style, but also to the academics and the rigors of college life and, 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 and academics at Georgetown. So it's a work in progress. But I think he's adapted quite well. He's very open with the media. He tweets. Uh, he, he gets out. He, he, he's, his face is, is well known. Uh, the shows that I've done, the eight games that we've done, he's been very accommodating. He's been very open. And as I throw questions at him, He's not afraid to, afraid to take it whatever way he feels is important for, for the listening audience to understand it. And I think he's done quite well. You, don't forget, he's been heavily involved with that program. Even though he was a college, an NBA coach, Matt, his son, Patrick Jr., was an assistant coach for Georgetown. He was close, close with Coach Thompson and obviously the Georgetown regime. So even though he was with the NBA and the NBA style, he was still very close to that program. And, and I think he's done a wonderful job transitioning. He's recruited some good kids for the next year. And he's getting himself seen and, and known about in terms of the recruiting trail. So it's going to be a work in progress. But, but I believe, Matt, he's on the right track. And don't forget, Patrick Ewing's work ethic. He's a warrior. He was the all-time greatest player to play in Georgetown basketball history. And, and when he presents himself to families and said, look, I want you to come to my school, he has a lot of boxes that he can check in that regard. Well, there's a lot of places that may have an alum or somebody that went through the program coaching or even somebody that's been there a long time. Very few can claim that, that the unquestioned best player to ever wear the uniform of this school uh, in any sport, really, in, in Georgetown's case, in, in Patrick Ewing. So I would imagine, even though there has to be a little bit of a bridge of time covered 
there in the in the gap where people you know none of these kids he's recruiting grew up watching uh, Patrick Ewing of course but they can be brought up to speed pretty quickly because he's got to open a lot of doors given his resume. Well, Matt, I'll tell you a great story. I don't know whether they ever told you this, but I've told a lot of people this, that when Patrick Ewing was recruited, Gary Williams was the coach of AU, and we played them the next night. And I went up to Gary and said, Gary, what do you think? They recruited Ewing and eventually Billy Martin and Anthony Jones, you know, that great regime for the 81 of the 85 team. And he said, Rich, you go home, tell your wife, get a calendar, mark off the next four marches. Because you're going to the NCAA. And he went three of the next four years. So, yeah, exactly. You know, you're, you're dealing with an icon. You're dealing with a guy who's got great credibility. Look, he's 8-0 and right now. Of course, you, know, you look at the schedule and you say, okay, that's a little bit sleepy. But the kids are buying into it, Matt. You know, when I watch the kids, when, when, he, when he takes timeouts at strategic times and he tries to settle the kids down, you know, there have been times when other teams have gone on a 10- to 12-point run and said, look, do it my way. Listen to what I'm telling you. Do it my way. So he's trying to establish a certain culture and, and trying to get the kids to buy into it. And so far, so good. Again, you know, it, it's young, Matt. And, sure. and it's a young team, and, you know, it's going to be a work in progress. And, but, it, but it'll be a real interesting experience to see how he does against your orange and, and, and what happens on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, lots of familiar names. In fact, we, we read uh, with interest when Coach Ewing was first hired that he wasn't able to retain his son due to some – uh, nepotism regulations that a lot of schools yeah. have that type of thing, which is which is interesting. Uh, there is yeah. Trey Morning on the team; he hasn't played due to injury. But then there's Lewis Orr. Uh, you right. talk about right. uh, cats and dogs living together. Right. So <laughs> they, they they must have hit it off with the Knicks, huh? <laughs> well, they must have because I'll tell you what they didn't do. Well, you know, Patrick really never played against Lewis. No, no. Lewis was at Syracuse. If you remember, obviously Lewis finished in the the nineteen eighty game when when Georgetown beat him. That was the Duran Shelton and Sloopy Floyd game in, in 1980. So Lewis and Patrick never really connected. I think they were, they were a year apart, but obviously they connected well with the Knicks, and Lewis was doing a good job as assistant coach with Georgetown along with uh, Coach Kirby and Coach Akbar. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to get it together. And, and who better than Louie, who's had a lot of great experience, coaches Seton Hall, coaching Ball State, a great player in his own right, and a great Knicks. So, He's got a good staff, uh, Matt, and I, I hope they can, that regime can do well. Well, the best player for Georgetown so far this year has been a real matchup problem, right? Uh, Jesse Govan, oh, yeah. I, I would imagine, well, they, certainly against the schedule they've played, uh, nobody's going to have an answer for 6'10 and as athletic as he is. Well, Jesse Govan has really stepped up, Matt. As you know, last year he had 16 doubles and three double doubles. Already this year, in the eight games, he has eight doubles and five double doubles, all right? And in addition to that, he basically, the last three games, he's had like 75 points and, and 49 rebounds. I mean, the guy has been a machine. Now, again, you have to temper that with the competition. I mean, Jesse has had high advantages over most of those teams. But he's playing at a high level, which is good. They, they're getting him the ball. He's getting touches in the paint. He's kicking it out to the wings. He, he, you know, he's using his athleticism. And uh, he could be a, a matchup problem, although when you have two cool in the middle at 7-3, <laughs> he's going to be staring you right in the face and, you know, and bristling on the board. So... You know, it's going to be no easy picnic for Govan. I, I hope they realize that. They're, they're going to need a lot of support from Garrison. But, Matt, I, I think if Georgetown's not able to run the floor, get out in transition, and have to stare against that 2-3 zone that Jimmy plays so well, it's going to be a long afternoon for the Hornets. Yeah, and, you know, it's always exciting to get to. We're, after we turn you loose, Rich, we're going to talk a little bit about, and I think there's some, you know, divided opinion on the merits of, of continuing to play this game. But, but uh, I, for one... Love it. I know you do. I don't know that necessarily has to be every year, but I love uh, the road trip to D.C. It's great for both uh, fan bases and both 
um, you know, alumni groups. This is and certainly, you know, Georgetown loves to sell tickets to a, a game like this. Um, what, what do you think about? You know, it's it's not it doesn't have the juice now that it did in the heyday in the eighties and nineties, and and uh, you've seen them all. You've seen literally probably rich. You, you've seen more Syracuse Georgetown games than any person alive. What, what sticks out? to you and, and other than the time that you almost got run over at the dome i, I don't want to hear that story well, anymore <laughs> well I, i'll tell you what sticks out for me I, I think for me personally this rivalry started back in the 77 74 75 season mm-hmm. when georgetown upset syracuse way back at the old rochester war memorial in in the kodak classic and then of course georgetown lost to dartmouth the next day so i go way back to the 74 75 season and people talk about the closing of manly so, so do i rich but we're talking about a different I go back to the 75 season, too. That, that was the one I was born in. Yeah, well, you see, Matt, I mean, about my history goes back. That was my first away game, the upset of Syracuse way back in Rochester on that snowy night back on whatever it was, December 28, 1974. That was 44 freaking years ago, Matt. And, and, and I look upon that rivalry, and it just continued. And then the closing of Manly. And then, the, and then when they closed, when Georgetown beat a final game at, at the then Verizon Center to close out the regular season of the Big East. I think they should continue to play this thing every year. I think people get up for it. I think Georgetown loves going to the Dome. I think it's been a good rivalry. And now that Ewing is, is on the scene, it's going to heighten it because of, of what they experienced between 81 and 85 and those great games in the Big East Tournament. So I, I, I think they should continue this. I think this is a great non-conference game. You know, people talk about Army, Navy, North Carolina, Duke, Ohio State, Michigan. I think, Matt, basketball-wise, this has to rank right up there in, in the top three. Well, tremendous history, and uh, I'm hoping for something a little more in the, the modern history. You know, I know there was the last game of the of the Big East run, and, and more modern here from a Syracuse perspective is Jerry McNamara's shot in, in 04, et cetera. Sure. Yes. So there's been some yes. things, but uh, we're, we're about due for another memory, and, and maybe it comes on Saturday, my friend. Well, you know, Otto Porter's, you know, lights yep. out against Syracuse a couple of years ago. And then, you know, basically there have been some good games. You know, you know, Matt, I think this rivalry should sustain itself. There, there, there's been great history. And, and most recently, like you talked about, you know, the, the, the last few ball games, McNamara's lights out. We'll see Jerry again, my, my old squint. You know, <laughs> That's so right. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Jerry. And, uh, you know, again, I haven't recorded the story, but he, his uncle and I used to always battle out for the Scranton Boys Club Ping Pong Championship. <laughs> Years ago, back back. Well, I know you've got some game. Yeah, so 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 we go way back, Matt. So, but I'm looking forward to it this coming weekend. Hopefully, a good ball game. The crowd will be energized, and obviously, one of us is going to go home happy. But I, I think no matter who wins. It's still good for college basketball this game Saturday afternoon. Amen. Well, we're looking forward to uh, getting out from under this uh, blanket of snow for a couple of days, headed your way to the uh, newly named Capital One Arena down there in D.C. for a 12.30 start on Saturday. So uh, you will be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as always, uh, Rich, and we'll look for you then, okay? Thank you, Matt. Make sure what's in your wallet coming down to Capital One Arena. (laughs) You're the best. I love it. That is uh, Rich Shavotkin. You know, that highlight we played uh, coming into – the segment was in Atlantis, where if you can't be chill there, you can't be chill. Third, fourth, fifth game of the year around Thanksgiving time a couple years ago, and he dropped like 12 Hoyas wins. I know those can be big games for Syracuse when they were in Atlantis. They were big games that they called upon in their uh, tournament resume later in the year. But uh, th- th- I should ask going in, I don't think he really plans out the number. But, uh, you know, when Syracuse is in, you're, if, if Georgetown wins, he's in for 10 or 12 Hoyas wins easy. I was thinking about something you said during that interview about the coaches 
that are the best players in school history, and I think they're both in the Big East. You got to go Mullen and Ewing, right? Yeah, well, right. There's two of them. Yeah, yeah. And there's not many. No, I mean if. You know, even if you thought about it, like if Steve Alford was at Indiana, he couldn't say necessarily unequivocally. Yeah. On the, I mean, he's iconic and everything, but um, – and then the pull of these guys to go back to those places. For Ewing, I think he wanted to be a head coach and figured, look, this is a path to it that may not materialize in the NBA, and I'm going to go back and be a hero to my alma mater. He doesn't really need the money probably, and and uh, he's in great shape, and we'll, we'll see if he can coach. I, it, you know – He's either going to get a big win, his first big one on Saturday, or it'll be kind of cool that Syracuse will be the answer to the trivia question who his first loss was against, uh, which could happen on Saturday as well. You know, because you're a great player doesn't necessarily mean you're a great. You're going to be a great coach or have that material, but it puts you in position uh, to succeed, certainly to recruit. And, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know if I just said that on the air or not, but somebody like a Scott Frost, again, not the best player in Nebraska football history, but found it hard to turn down uh, his alma mater. And uh, there's a few of them out there. Of course, <laughs> in this case, uh, Coach Bayheim and yeah. and Patrick Ewing and Chris Mullen. Bob Huggins is one that uh, comes to mind that's uh, back at his alma mater too. So uh, there's a, a special pride, I think, associated with that when you uh, know the fabric of a place and know what it means to be there and uh, it just uh, to use the SEC phrase it just means more and uh, that's kind of what uh, holds you in certainly well chronicled in coach Beheim's case all right we'll get to a break here back with more of in the booth as we roll along you're listening to ESPN Radio Syracuse. Get on the block with Brent Axe. I'm a very stubborn person on a number of things in life, and I've had a lot of discussions online and in person and on the phone with several Bills fans, and you just cannot talk me into the fact that that was a good coaching decision to punt that ball. Fourth and one, your own 42-yard line. I'm sorry. The ends do not justify the means. On the block with Brent Axe, 4-6. to six. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Real customer, real experience. Here's Jamie from Syracuse sharing her Audi Q5 story. So the lease process was really easy, surprisingly easy. You know, it almost felt like I gave them my keys to my old car and they gave me the keys to the Audi Q5. You know, I filled out a few pieces of paper, you know, kept asking if there was more to it. It was very simple. During the Season of Audi sales event, explore special offers on a variety of Audi models at Audi Cicero in Drivers Village, including the new redesigned 2018 Audi Q5 SUV with Quattro all-wheel drive. Immerse yourself in unrivaled luxury, striking performance, and outstanding intelligence. Explore the Audi Q5 and other Audi models at AudiCicero.com. By doing so, you'll get answers, details on the latest season of Audi sales event incentives, and save precious time. Visit AudiCicero.com, then experience more at Audi Cicero in Driver's Village. Hey everybody, this is Judy from Parquet Chrysler Jeep. We just wanted to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. Hopefully everybody's got their 4x4s for the winter that's on its way. Safe travels to everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Hey, it's Tony from Cam's Pizzeria. Stop in for our slice of great buffalo chicken wing pizza or chicken bacon ranch. Over 16 specialty pizzas made fresh daily with the best ingredients. Enjoy homemade calzones, subs, wraps, and salads, pasta dinners, and our famous cannolis for dessert. It's all made with love just for you. Cam's Pizzeria. It's love at first slice. Call now for a full line of catering. Order online for 10% off camspizzeria.com or order from anywhere with Cam's mobile app. Cam's Pizzeria. Love it first slice. Tired of everyone else picking the gifts they think you'll like this holiday season? Socks, ties, re-gifts, fruitcake in a can? Come on. Get something you actually like with a new Ford from Davidson Ford of Clay. Take your pick. A 2018 Ford F-150, a new Explorer, or a 2018 Escape, each starting at just $2.99 per month. Three great Fords, one great price. Dash, sled, or ski into Davidson Ford before year's end and get a new Escape, Explorer, or F-150, each for just $2.99 a month. Davidson Ford of Clay. Nice people to do business with. When did the holidays become all about the rushing, the wrapping, the mile-long lines, the ho-ho, holy crap, I've got too much to do, and about a buck left in the bank. Where's the Yuletide logs and the eggnog? And where's my holiday cheer? It's right here. Celebrate the brighter part of the season with the year-end clearance event at Davidson Ford of Clay. Take your pick, $2.99 a month with zero down on Escape, Explorer, and F-150. Happy holidays from Davidson Ford of Clay. Nice people to do business with. Call 866-310-4517 for lease details. Hummel's Office Plus is the trusted choice for your business products in Central New York. This is Justin Hummel, CEO of Hummel's Office Plus. All of us at Hummel's appreciate the trust our customers have in us to buy products at the most competitive prices. Being a part of a $2 billion buying group puts us in a great position to do that. More importantly, our people and our service-first mindset is what really makes us great at what we do. You may not know, but Hummel's offers office furniture solutions too, from a single chair to an entire office building. You nailed it, Justin. Being a locally owned business for over 80 years is something we're proud of. Buying at the best prices with a focus on service is necessary in today's business climate. This is Dan Stalteri, Vice President of Furniture Solutions at Hummel's Office Plus. At Hummel's Office Plus, we offer a turnkey solution for all of your office furniture needs. Once again, making Hummel's your trusted choice. Our furniture team brings you concept, design, project management, inside delivery, and professional installation all under one roof. Thank you for making Hummel's your trusted single source solution. It's your time to save. Toyotathon is on at Burdick Toyota at Drivers Village in Cicero. Burdick Toyota has a massive selection of new and pre-owned Toyotas to choose from with big Toyotathon savings. Choose from new Toyota models with 0% financing or low lease rates. Toyotathon is on at Burdick Toyota at Drivers Village in Cicero. Live from the DBOffers.com, powered by Drivers Village Studio. This is ESPN Radio. 97.7 FM, Syracuse. And 100.1 FM, Oswego. Do we care? Interesting. I doubt it. No, wait, the other thing. Tedious. But we will do this segment anyway. Don't care anymore. Here's Joe Salzone. I don't care. As you can probably tell already, I'm not Joe, uh, but we got Do We Care. We could tell. We got Joe. We got uh, Do We it Care anyway. Uh, yeah, well, or, or The Voice if you're you're listening on the radio. Uh, wanted to throw out here first. Both uh, nerds. C- career earnings. <laughs> There's more similarities and differences. <laughs> Uh, career earnings game for Patrick Ewing. What, what do we think he made in, in his NBA well, career? Well, I kind of wish we hadn't talked about it a little bit during the break, so I'll go with the number. that The first number that popped in my mind, I will, uh, I'll stick with, even though you guys are giving me reason to both move it down and move it up, $35 million. I started way low in the 20s, but now I'm going way high, and I'm going to go 65. 
You are both. If you add the two together, you're not there. Uh, wow. He made 123 million and change, uh, peaking at 20 and a half million dollars in 1997-1998. Wow, that's back when that was a lot of money. <laughs> that is a <laughs> 20 million in '97. That's here's the one. Here's the one I can't understand. Here's the one I can't understand. He made because 18... he must have started by making. He made Not a million a and a quarter okay. in '85, his rookie year. He made 18 million in 1996, and then made three million the next year. So I can't yeah. figure that one out. Uh, but 123 million dollars over his long NBA career. Uh, so do we care? Former wow. Yankee great Michael Pineda signed a two-year contract with the Minnesota Twins, up to up uh, worth up to 10 million dollars with incentives. Untapped potential, right? Never, never quite clicked. Does he get a bonus for not cheating for a, for a whole season? As long as he can keep the <laughs> yeah. pine tar off? Yeah, take that to target field. Uh, today in 1996, Jerry Maguire hit theaters nationwide. The second highest grossing sports movie of all time. Uh, viewers showed them the money. Yeah, outstanding outstanding movie. Uh, mass appeal. Renee Zellweger uh, kind of brought that home to the women folk and... Everybody likes that movie. What's the top grossing? Rocky? I have it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how any any so guesses of how, how much that like made? Today's dollars is something like five hundred and something yeah. million dollars. Five hundred seven million dollars uh for Rocky, the I, original. I'm a fan of lists. What was third or do you know research? No, I don't have no. that. Yeah. You are a lot Two like Joe. One. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe wouldn't have the one. Yeah. He, he would, At least I put the one on it. there. Uh and finally after Joe the would have said, a movie about an agent. <laughs> <laughs> the highest grossing agent movie of all time. <laughs> and uh, finally, after the results of the Alabama election last night, Charles Barkley said his plans were to, quote, get as drunk as I possibly can in celebration. In his case, that would be a lot. Um, that would take him. a lot. <clears throat> he did come on uh, Golik and Wingo today and... Uh, he was very proud of his home state, for as many were, for the uh, election results last night. Uh, you know, there was a talk for a long time about Charles Barkley running for governor of the uh, state of Alabama, and he was going to run as a Republican. And as the story goes, his mother got upset. Charles, you can't run as a Republican. The Republicans only look out for the rich. Mom, I am rich. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? I, I think this came out last night, too, that he was asked if he was going to run for governor, and he's like, no, they can't afford me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, why, if you're, and that's why, you know, politics attracts only a, a certain kind of person. If you're Charles Barkley, who, like, how far from being a, a career politician is he? First of all, he wouldn't want to live the way they have to, and, you know, uh, your salary is going to be $200,000, uh, Charles. How's that work for you? And That's like he, one night. Right. He knows he's stealing money as it is now, uh, watching basketball games on television. And what makes him great on TV would not make him good on, uh, you know, as a, a politician is he speaks freely of his mind, which you uh, can't always do. Scroll to the bottom there, Polly, on the earnings game with Charles Barkley, somebody who had a career that paralleled Patrick Ewing, and that's I would a say lot it's probably right around right around the same number, right? Little probably less. right about 120. No, he made 43. What? Isn't that... I can't read it from here, but uh... it says 43 mil. I think I might be calling a little BS on yeah. Patrick Ewing making uh, 20 million in the, in 1997. The most he made was 
nine million a year. Uh, you guys got to remember, Barkley wasn't a number one overall pick. Ewing right. was right. So. right, and Barkley also got nothing his first your, couple years with. Philly. You're only that for your first contract. Yeah, you yeah. know, but he was, you know, obviously Ewing was a, a tremendous NBA player, an all star, and so was Barkley. Oh yeah, the most he made in Philly was three mil, and that was his last year. He right. made he made under a mil three consecutive years there, so he made forty three million dollars. So Charles Barkley gets okay. hit by both. I don't think these are exactly uh, accurate. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I trust these numbers. Charles Barkley gets hammered by both sides of the political uh, spectrum too, right. so he yes. would he would. That would be a tough, yeah, tough race. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun. He'd say some interesting things. Yeah, how's, but he that, does that, how's anyway that? How's that going for a certain politician? Yeah, so. right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> and he can, you know, right now, uh, Barkley can say interesting things about Victor Oladipo, and uh, you know, and get paid a lot of money to do it. To a, are there a, interesting a things to say about that, Victor Oladipo? Uh, well, just and it would be fun to hear him say that the economy is terrible. So. <laughs> that's right. Do, All right, boys. Do we care? Brought to you by Cam's Pizzeria. Cam's Pizzeria. Cam's love it first slice. Back with more to wrap up in the booth on ESPN Radio Syracuse in just a moment. The home of the Giants. Light fake. Manning pops it, throws it over the middle, completes it underneath. Odell Beckham Jr. racing into the end zone for the touchdown. He turned on the Jets on the slant. Giants football is brought to you by Burdick Lexus. Third and goal from three. Manning out of the gun, takes the snap, he's back to throw. He has time, throws it to the end zone, touchdown Giants. The home of the Giants. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. What happens when you're constantly striving for excellence, always looking for ways to improve? You become the best at what you do. That's how I would describe the sales and service staff at Burdick Lexus and Burdick BMW. At Burdick Lexus, it's about being cutting edge, just like their vehicles. At Burdick BMW, you have the ultimate driving machine and the ultimate buying experience. The service departments at Burdick Lexus and Burdick BMW are second to none. It's all about giving you their best, like this. Lease a new 2018 BMW 330iX drive sedan MSRP 46185 for just $437 per month for 36 months with $39.95 plus first payment due at signing. Tax and DMV not included. $3,000 BMW lease cash credit applied. 10,000 miles per year. 25 cents per mile thereafter. Lease offer through BMW Financial Services with a minimum credit score of 700. Stock number V250440. Offer ends 1231.17. Experience excellence for yourself at Burdick Lexus and Burdick BMW at Driver's Village in Cicero or visit them online at BurdickLexus.com or BurdickBMW.com. When it comes to SU merchandise and apparel, get into the game at Herb Philipson's, where you'll find all of your SU apparel at price fighter prices. Herb Philipson's, the official supplier of SU apparel for Orange Nation on ESPN Radio. Go Herb Philipson's and go SU. You wouldn't buy a car without a warranty. The same should go for your house. When you buy or sell your home with a Nastry team, it comes with a basement-to-roof warranty for 12 months. Just call the Nastry real estate team at Keller Williams. Visit NastryTeam.com. It's the season to order your catering. From the only place to order from is Stratomia. Stratomia, bringing the best of Italy to Syracuse. Open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Make all special occasions memorable with Stratomia. Even ride the brand new glass elevator upstairs to the private and elegant banquet facilities, complete with a separate bar and seating to accommodate any type of event. And now, taking orders for your holiday catering needs. Start right now at Stratomia313.com. Enjoy Italy in the heart of Syracuse today at Stratomia at 313 North Geddes Street. 
Street. Hey, it's Tony from Cam's Pizzeria. Stop in for our slice of great buffalo chicken wing pizza or our chicken bacon ranch. Over 16 specialty pizzas made fresh daily with the best ingredients. Enjoy homemade calzone, subs, wraps, and salads, pasta dinners, and our famous cannolis for dessert. It's all made with love just for you. Cam's Pizzeria. It's love at first slice. Call now for a full line of catering. Order online for 10% off camspizzeria.com or order from anywhere with Cam's mobile app. Cam's Pizzeria. Love it first slice. It's coming up on gift giving time. Whether you are looking to get engaged or have your 44th anniversary coming up, you should come see Wes and I at Skinny Atlas Jewelry. That's right, Charlie. Skinny Atlas Jewelry has two locations, Skinny Atlas and Fayetteville. Our business is all about quality and beauty, so give her diamond jewelry that shows her how much you value her. We're the local jewelry brothers, here to help you with any of your jewelry needs. We're in Fayetteville and Skinny Atlas, so come see us today. Skinny Atlas Jewelry, where Central New York gets engaged. Go Cuse! The December to Remember sales event is on now at Burdick Lexus at Driver's Village in Cicero. It's the season of giving, and you can give yourself an opportunity for tremendous savings on the Lexus of your dreams. Whether you're in search of efficiency, performance, or room for the whole family, Burdick Lexus has an impressive selection of new and L-certified pre-owned Lexus models to choose from, like this. Lease a new 2017 Lexus NX200T all-wheel drive with navigation and moonroof for just $3.95 per month for 36 months with $39.99 plus tax fees and DMV do-it signing with 1800 Lexus lease cash included. MSRP 44368, stock number U003560, 350 disposition fee, 10,000 miles per year, 25 cents per mile thereafter. For Tier 1 Plus buyers with a credit score of 730 or higher through LFS. Customer responsible for maintenance and excessive wear and tear. Offer expires 1231.17. The luxury of Lexus is within your reach at Burdick Lexus. The Burdick family has been serving your family for over 80 years. Visit BurdickLexus.com. Country propane gives you peace of mind. The others just give you gas. The Orange Women off to Myrtle Beach Sunday at 6.30 versus Coastal Carolina. Orange pregame 6.15. On the pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is In the Booth with Matt Park. Back in the booth on ESPN Radio Circus. Another five minutes or so back tomorrow and then traveling on Friday. In the booth brought to you by CH Insurance and Burdick Ford. We thank them for their support of the show. We thank Rich Shabatkin of Georgetown for chiming in. He is uh, one of a kind. A couple of uh, news items. Just uh, checking the tweeter here. And our friend Rob Long, the former Syracuse punter, put out... uh, about this time or a little after the show yesterday that he is now seven years away from his brain cancer diagnosis and doing great things. He's helping to raise money and awareness for other uh, rare diseases, a lot of those immune diseases and that type of thing, and and uh, doing good stuff, about to get married too. So congrats to to Rob on that. Did uh, Was Syracuse fans aware that Tom Brennan, the Vermont coach, the coach of – Taylor Coppenrath and TJ Sorrentine oh. and Jermaine Mopagila has uh, now gotten the court named after him at the uh, University of Vermont. I, I, I'm going to completely derail where we were going to go. Was that not the worst game we've been a part of in yeah, your I mean, broadcasting of Syracuse uh, University basketball? Basketball, yes. It was the worst NCAA tournament site, the worst result, the worst everything. Uh, football, we always talk about the loss at Miami of Ohio where it was like, 45 minutes, you know, to the game in the first place, and then like an hour and a half to the airport after the game and a loss to a Mac school on the road. And 
just brutal stuff. But that one was uh, very, very poor, Worcester, Massachusetts. It's a quick trip. Uh... And it made made uh, Tom Brennan's career. Brennan, by, and, and I know him personally, I mean, he by all accounts is a tremendous human being. He's a man of the people. He did his own radio show while he coached the games and just crazy stuff uh, like that that you wouldn't even think of in this day and age. But uh, a Villanova guy and has the uh, court named after him there. Well-deserved. They're but, pretty that good. Was his, and right now they're rocking and rolling. Yeah, they're pretty they're, good. They're uh, among the very best uh, mid-major uh, type teams right now because uh, they just got the right confluence of uh, experience and winning a lot of games, challenged uh, Kentucky earlier in the year. I learned something else about that Worcester trip. Uh, that that trip made the NCAA make regulations for courts because there were the so many. De- yeah, there were so many dead spots on that court that the well, NCAA regulates their, the that well, every court has to be the same. Well, yeah, now they make them at the yeah. same place and they ship them out, and instead of using just what's there, that's yeah. a that's not an arena that has a lot of basketball games regularly it's where the ahl team in worcester plays and they slap down the court and yeah there were a lot of dead spots and just a very forgettable uh, trip and obviously the orange upset by vermont in a 3-14 matchup at the beginning of the tournament which is always a, a kick right in the stomach you can subscribe to espn syracuse in itunes and google play receive daily podcasts of orange nation in the booth the daniel baldwin show and on the block sent right to your phone we were talking with uh, Rich Shavatkin of Georgetown. I know Brent got into this on the show yesterday. I think Brent's official position would be, hey, he's all for the series, but if somebody said it's off, he wouldn't shed a tear. Um, you know, for me, i just as soon have it. I think it, more than just as soon, I would prefer it exist than not. And I don't know that necessarily, literally, Syracuse needs to play Georgetown every year, but the group of Georgetown Villanova, St. John's, Connecticut needs to be played on a fairly regular basis for lots of reasons. And uh, it's important to uh, the fan base. It's important to alumni base. And Georgetown will have a better chance of surviving as a series, as would St. John's, than even, say, Connecticut, because you can recruit in D.C. and New York in a way that you're not going to recruit to Connecticut. I don't think Syracuse needs to be playing any road games to UConn. But uh, meeting them in the garden, if that's how it has to be that you play a game in the garden every year, all for it. If you're playing St. John's in the garden every year or every other, all for it. Uh, Villanova might be a little rich for your blood right now. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be picking a lot of fights for them just for the old uh, Big East nostalgia. But uh, certainly Georgetown is a series that uh, we hope is a, a fairly regular Would you occurrence. do Nova in the garden? Sure. But that's a real game now. Yeah, you know that you're not just doing that for uh, for giggles. And don't we remember the good old days? Because uh, if they played this time, uh, Nova would have run in a uh, runaway. They looked awesome on that Tuesday night. All right, back tomorrow too. Get better, Joe. It's in the booth <laughs> on ESPN Radio Syracuse.